Okay. We're going to start with uh, Parshas uh, Tetzava. I want to start with um, what is perhaps a little bit of a... Um, it's a kind of slips in under the radar in this week's Parsha. If you weren't paying careful attention, you might even have missed it. So the, the Parsha opens, of course, with the Big Day Kahuna, and then goes on to talk about the being being Makadish the Kohanim, the Kayin himself, which is a whole process, how to, how to make Arna Kayin into the Kayin Gadol, and then all the other Kohanim, how do we dedicate Kohanim, and uh, etc. And then at the very, very end of that, the Torah slips in, almost like under the radar, as I said, at the beginning, um, um, at the end of, of, of Hamishi, at the end of the fifth Aliyah, Torah slips in like one little pasuk of something uh, unusual, and but but it has a very tremendously powerful lesson for us um, to learn from it. So it says like this: the pasuk says, "Shivas yamim techaper al hamizbeach for seven days, you should bring your atonement for the mizbeach." Kidashta also, you will be makadesh the mizbeach. Vaya hamizbeach kodesh kadashim mizbeach will become become kodesh kadashim kol anegeb mik ba mizbeach yikdash. Anything that touches the Mizbech becomes Kaddish. Essentially, what the Torah is telling us here is this is the Parsha of Kiddush HaMizbech. We're now dedicating, uh, anointing, presenting the Mizbech as, as one of the clay Kaddish. And then it goes on to say that, that you bring a carbon tamid on the, on the Mizbech. It's a very interesting Parsha. So first of all, first of all, all the other Kalim in the Mikdash, we spoke about in last week's Parsha, the beginning of Parsha is Truma. Now, in the end, after after the Kohanim, after the Kaddish, the Kain, now all of a sudden we're talking about being the Kaddish and his Be'ach. Like, how does it fit in over here? Why here? And then it says, And you know what you, what you do on this Be'ach? Bring a carbon Tamid every day. Uh, what about a carbon Chatas, Mincha, other Karbanas? And all of them, and what do you say? Oh, well, it wants to tell you about part of the, the most common, the common, the most common carbon that gets brought, the carbon summit that's brought every day. So, of course, we're going to discuss it here. This is not the parish of carbon summit. The parish of carbon summit, like you know from Rosh Chodesh Kriyasatayr, is in Parshas Pinchas. It's in a couple. It's in a couple of months from now. We're going to talk about it there. It says, "You should bring a carbon every day," and it gives all the details of the carbon. Here, it just mentions that there is such a thing as a carbon summit. And whatever menachas, etc. That's and that's it. It doesn't belong here. There's, there's no other korbanos discussed here except for the korbanos that we bring in dedicating the kain. But 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 it doesn't belong here. What's it doing here? Well, and and why is the mizbeach here? But you know, on top of all of that, we share with you one other fascinating. One of the very fascinating things is that there's a Balaturim, a very, very puzzling Balaturim. The Balaturim on this Pasuk um, about the carbon Tamid, bringing the carbon Tamid on his back, the Balaturim points out a series of Gematrios or Gematria like ideas. And it's very hard to understand what he's getting at with these ideas. So he says like this. He says the words in the pasuk. So I'll read, let me read the pasuk to you first before before I quote the words. So I said it, we were, we were makadish the mizbeach, 
And then it says, This is what's this is the purpose of that Mizbech. You want to know why you have a Mizbech? You want to know why you have an altar in the in the Kodesh Kadashim? What's the purpose of it? Here's what you're going to do on the Mizbech. Allah Mizbech. You should bring kvasim uh, 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 lambs or, or lambs bnei shana that are a year old shnayim two every day tamid all the time consistently, consistently. Remember that word; it's going to come up again. So Rashi says, "Listen to listen to this. Listen to this balaturim." The balaturim says, oh, "Before I get to the balaturim, I want to just add one more thing, one more idea that uh, that that's brought out." In Rashi over here that I, that I didn't tell you, Rashi says a very interesting thing with regard to being Makadish the Mizbeach. When we dedicate this Mizbeach, right, we make it Kadosh, right, the Pasuk ends off with the words, Kol Yiktash. Whatever touches the Mizbeach will become Kadosh. Rashi tells us a fascinating halacha that we learn, um, that we learn in Masechus Vachim, it's a whole parak in Masechus Vachim. It talks about it, it's like this. It says like this, Umahik what is this special Kedusha of the Mizbeach? So let's think about this for a minute. What does Kedusha usually mean? The word Kadosh means something that's dedicated and set aside. It means it has a limited higher purpose. It has, it's like set, it's designated for a specific thing, okay? It excludes a lot of other things. That's what Kedusha usually means. In fact, even Kedusha, when you get married, it's you're excluding all the other relationships that you could have. You're having a relationship specifically with this person. That's what, that's what Kedusha is all about. Listen to, what, listen to what the Torah tells us, what we learn from this Pasuk. The, the Gemara tells us like this. Anything that touches this Mizbeach, it will also become Kadosh. It's a different kind of Kadusha. It's, it's an expanding Kadusha. It's all inclusive. It brings in other things. I feel a carbon puzzle, Allah. Even if you had a carbon carbon, which is generally speaking, is going to be puzzle, if you put it on the Mizbeach already, it gets you macrim it on the Mizbeach. You bring it on the Mizbeach. You sacrifice it anyway. It didn't belong on the Mizbeach. But because it touched the Mizbeach, the Mizbeach has a special kayach, has a special energy that energizes the thing, and now you can be makir this on the Mizbeach as well. And then it goes through technicalities of what type of soul it is, and it does include, it doesn't include, right, it says, anything that becomes tome, right, and all of these things, they also get they also get brought on the Mizbeach, even though normally you would say, They've been disqualified from the Mizbech. The Mizbech has this extra kayach, this extra energy, this extra kedusha to it that anything that it touches also becomes kadosh. As opposed to kedusha, usually meaning it's to the exclusion of everything. Somehow this kedusha is different. The kedusha of Mizbech is different. The kedusha of Mizbech elevates things. Now back to the Balaturim. So what does the Balaturim tell us? The Balaturim says as follows: Al Hamizbech Kavosim Bnei says the Balaturim on this pasuk that says. That this is what you should do on the Mizbeach, says the Balaturim, the words Al Hamizbeach Kavasim Benation. All right, Sofe Tevos Lachme. The last letters of those words spell out Lachme, the bread, bread, something Lachmi, the bread, Hashem's bread. So somehow the Karban Tamid is like the it's like it's like it's like bread, just like bread is something I would say what, what he means to say 
I'm going to put in my own little, only little, the interpretation of what, what he means, but we're going to have to go into it a little deeper. But on the simple level, what he's saying is, is that the carbon tamen is like the lechem of the Mizbeach, just like lechem, lechem, bread, is the basic food of sustenance. The basic sustenance, the basic relationship that we have with the Mizbeach is the carbon tamen. Okay, that, that one's understandable somewhat. Now listen to this. The Pasuk continues, two words that are together in this Pasuk, they're not really together. It says, the Pasuk says, they're a year old, two every day. So the Baal says, Shana and Shnaim, which are two words that happen to be next to each other, and they're juxtaposed in the Pasuk, but they're not actually related to one another in the Pasuk. They are, they're, they're two distinct ones of Shana, B'nai Shana, year old animals, Shnaim, two of them every day. Says the says the uh, says the Balsum, Rashi Tevos v'Soifei Tevos. If you take the first letter of those two words and the last letter of those two words, right? It says it spells out Hashemish. It spells out the sun. What's the significance of the sun to a to a carbon to the carbon tumen? So says the Balsum, seemingly a, 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 a nice little uh, happy little thing like a, a knech. So he says. He says because this carbon was brought within the confines, basically the limitations of the carbon tamid are the two bookends of the sunshine. When the sun came up in the morning, you brought a carbon tamid shal shachar. When the sun went down, it was going down in the afternoon, you brought the carbon tamid of the Ben Arbaim, the afternoon carbon tamid was the last. There were the bookends to the carbonus that went on the Mizbeach. The carbon tamid in the morning was the first one. The carbon shal Ben Arbaim was the tamid shal Ben Arbaim is the last one. This is when the sun's coming up. This is when the sun's going down. So Hashemesh spells out the sun. Okay, fine. Over Pinchas Hoysif Loimer continues Balatur. It says over here in Parsh, here it says two every day. In Parshas Pinchas, it tells us Shnaim Loyom Oila Tamid has to be burnt up. Kribe Loyom Oila Perish Kenegad Shayom Oila. Just as the day comes up, Dainu Kenegad Hashemesh, that's like the sun, as the sun comes up. So the Oila is somehow, and it signifies the coming up of the sun, that they're related to each other. Then continues the Balatur. Shnaim Loyom Tamid, two. Every single day, la yom a day, two a day, tamid all the time. Rashi tevas, Rashi tevas. If you take the first letters of the words, shnayim la yom tamid, right? Shnayim la yom tamid. Rashi tevas oila tof shin lamid. The Rashi tevas, the first letters of those words of shnayim la yom tamid, totals three seven hundred and thirty. 730. What's the significance of 730? Somebody, anybody? 730 is 365 times 2. You knew that, right? What's 300? What's the significance of 365? 365 days in a solar year. So, Schneim, if you bring two carbonos every single day for a year, you're going to bring 730 carbonos. What's the, what's the gasha? What, what, what's about that? What doesn't make any sense? Who cares about the solar year? Who cares about 365 days? How many days are there in our year? If I want to count a year's worth of carbonos, two times a day, what am I counting? Not 365 times two. I'm counting 354 times two. 
because there's only 354 days in a lunar year. And even if you want to tell me that it's a lunar year that's extended by a leap year, like we have this year, right? So then it's 384 days. It's never going to be 365. What, what, what does the Baha'u want? 365 times two? Well, who cares about 365? Now, if you stopped and you thought about it for a second, you're going to say, Shochet, Shochet. this whole Balaturim is discussing the sun. We're talking about the sun. So he's telling us the solar year is 365 days and there's 270, there's, three, there's 730 Korbanos in 365 days. That makes sense. He's talking about the sun. Why? Why are we discussing the sun? What is the, what is the, what is the Balaturim's hang up here with the sun the whole time? Do I tell you what He's, it's about this Hashemesh, it's about the sun, and it's Ola Kanegat Hashemesh, and it goes up with the sun, and it's 365 times two with the sun, the sun, the sun, the sun, the carbon tummit and the sun. What's the relationship between the carbon tummit and the sun? What is what is this Balaturim trying to tell us? What does he want? And in case you're going to say, oh, it's just a cutesy thing, that's a vart, you know, Rashi Teva, Sofi Teva, the beginning letters, the end letters. Gematrias are, are things that have tremendous chachma in them. They're not just a, it's not just a cutesy vart. You, know, you, got, you have something ni- nice to say at the Shabbos table because you know, Rabbi Shochet told us that 365 times 2 equals 730, and that's the Sofet table, so Shnaim Layam Tamid, that the Pasuk says you bring two every day, and that's exact, exactly 730. Very nice. But really? No. That's the, so what, what's going on? What's really going on? So let's, let's, let's try to break it down. Rabbi Lavyansky says, he taught that there is, a, there is a, teaches that there is a maral. The maral in Tiferes Yisrael, maral in his sefer where he talks about the mitzvahs. The sefer Tiferes Yisrael is, is uh, really his sefer about Matan Torah and about Shuas. Right? That's where the maral sefer where he talks about that. So in there, he discusses a fascinating chazal. The one that you've heard many times in your life. And you probably asked this question, and probably, this question probably occurred to you. As you know, the mitzvahs can be broken down into Shin Samachay Mitzvos Mitz Shin Samachay is 365 Mitzvos Lo Sase and 248 Mitzvos Ase. Right, there's 248 Ase's and 365 Lo in the Torah. Right now, what is it? What what which makes up a total of six on Tariyak 613 Mitzvos? The Gemara says when the Gemara says it, it says, or when the Chazal Medrash actually when the Medrash says it, it says there's 248 Keneged. Ramach Evarim, right? Kenega, the 248 limbs, limbs that a person has in limbs and joints that a person has in, in his body, right? That totals 248. What's 365? So one Chazal, one Lashen, one expression of Chazal is there's 365 sinews and tendons that hold that hold everything together. That makes sense. You talk about the limbs, you talk about the sinews and the tendons. It's, a, it's all a hamshach. It's, a, it's related to one another. But there's another way that the Medrash expresses itself. It says 248 is Keneged the 248 limbs, and 365 is the days of the year. 365 days in the year. So one second. The Evarim, my, my limbs, that's one thing. And the days of the year, that's another thing. You're describing something physical, and something, something that is that is time oriented. This is something to do with time. What does three hundred and sixty-five days have to do with two hundred and forty-eight avarim? 
how, how, we're talking about assays and los assays. They, they're related to each other. The, the simple understanding, right? We look at the Torah, there's 613 mitzvahs. There's probably some relationship between all the mitzvahs. The positive commandments, the negative commandments, they're all coming to build a whole. If you say a varim, and it's, this is connected to Ramach, a varim, connected to 248 limbs, and this is connected to Shasagidin, the 365 sinews and muscles in the body. Okay, I'm saying it builds up a full human being. 613 makes up a whole person. But if 365 is connected to days of the year, what does that have to do with anything? How, what, what's the what's what's shaykhus? What's what's why is it why is it even expressing it like that? Who 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 even who even thinks about those two things in the same in the, at the same moment? The the, the limbs that, the number of limbs that you have in your body, the number of days there are in the year. Related? Seemingly not. Says the morale. There are two ways in which the world functions. There are two functions of the world that we see all around us. One is the natural order of the world, the reality of how the world functions, how things work in the world. Things that happen in the world are continuous. They work on a Seder. There are natural laws, natural ways, the things that govern how the world functions. It, it functioned like that yesterday. It's going to function like that again tomorrow. And it's going to function like that again. There's gravity today. There's going to be gravity tomorrow. If I take a pen and I drop it, it's going to fall down to the ground today and it's going to fall down to the ground tomorrow. If I took a piece of paper and I lit it and, and I lit it on fire, right? If I leave it in a, in a room full of oxygen, it's going to burn. I put it inside a vacuum where there's no oxygen. What happens? Fire is going to go out. If somebody said to you, it's going out today, but tomorrow, fire is going to function without oxygen. It's going to burn even without oxygen. What are you going to say? To them? You're out of your mind. There are laws of science. There are way things work. There's a way, there's a way things happen. This is, this is the reality. It, the, the reality, it, gravity is gravity. Uh, you, you know, uh, E equals MC squared is equals MC squared. That's only a theory. So maybe that, that changes because it's only a theory. Because you haven't, But the minute it's proven as a fact, you have to deal with it. And that's the way it's going to be. Though it's the way it was yesterday, it's just about tomorrow, right? It, it's not going to change. There's certain things that, that represent how the world functions, how the world goes forward. That's represented by the, what we call the Shemesh, the, the, the Mahalach of the Shemesh. We call that Seder. We call that the order of the world. It's exactly the way it's supposed to be. The Seder Ha'olam, the Seder Ha'bria, the order of creation is what it is. And it's not changing. It's, it's continuous and it goes that way. And it's always going to be that way. If it was that, that way yesterday, that's the way it's going to be tomorrow. Because that's, that's the order of just like the sun came up yesterday and it set, and it set at the end of the day. Tomorrow it's going to come up again and it's going to set again. It's going to, everything's going to go in the same exact way. The sun is the exact same size. The earth's distance, the, the distance of the earth from the sun on that particular day at that particular time is always going to, it's going to come back in the same sort of machzor, in the same sort of cycle over and over again. It's going to be exactly the way it was before. So we call Seder. There's another function of the world. And that Seder is represented, says the Maral, by the sun. There's another function of the Bria. There's another function in the world. And it's what we call the Seder of Bechira. It is the Seder of Adam, of man, the world. Adam is the one thing in the world that we believe, okay, if you're a Maiman, if you believe in the Rajam, you believe in Bechira, you believe the person has free choice, has an ability to decide what it's going to be, right? You have a way that you can change the Matthias of the world. You can make a decision, you can change something from what it was before. 
people who are kaifrim, people who don't believe in Bechira, they believe that if I could analyze all of your experiences and all of your everything, I could predict exactly the way you where you're going to get it, what time you'll wake up tomorrow morning, what time you'll go to sleep, what decisions you'll make when you're confronted by certain moral dilemmas. I'll figure out, I could figure out uh, from Aleph to Tav, I could know everything about you. Such people are kaifrim because we believe in Bechira. We believe that a person has free autonomous choice something that doesn't follow a Seder. Today it's big, tomorrow it's small. Today it's low, today it's low. Today I do it like this, and tomorrow I do it like that. I'm not, I'm not bound by anything that happened in the Bria before, before that any more than, than it is than, than I was today. I, I, I can change constantly. I'm constantly changing. I'm constantly working on myself. I'm constantly doing things differently. I have a capability of changing. That's the Seder that we call Bechira. It's represented by the Levana. The Levana, which waxes and wanes, it gets bigger and it gets smaller. Sometimes it's long, sometimes it's short. Sometimes it's a full moon, sometimes it's, a, it's not the same every day. It doesn't follow the same order. It has, it has, it has, it has, it has a, we witness it or we see it as a Seder of Shinus, uh, of, um, of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of something that, that continuously is changing and waxing and waning. Rabbi Lapiansky wants to bring a riot to this, a fascinating riot, a very interesting idea. He said like this, he said, you find that the Ramam, when he discusses Midos, when he discusses how a person behaves, what a person is supposed to do, he talks about that in Hilchos Deos, in Hilchos Yisraelia Torah, right, but a little bit in Hilchos Yisraelia Torah. Where do we find the Indian of Tshuva? Where do we find the Indian of Bechira, that man has free choice? That's in Hilchos Tshuva. That's a completely different section of the Ramam. There, the Ramam talks about how a person has the has the capability to become something that's not himself. He can become something that's different. He can become. He can. He can change himself completely. A person, let's say, let's say for example, a person gets up every day and he goes to davening. Right? He goes to davening every day. Right? So you could say that that person goes to davening because his father told, taught him to go to davening, and he goes to davening every day because that's what he chooses to do. If one day he decides not to go to davening, or two days, or two weeks, he says, and then he goes back to davening, now you can't say that he's just doing that because that's the way he grew. Now he's making a decision to go ahead and engage in that in that in that behavior. He's doing what he wants to do because because he's choosing to do it. He's creating a his conscious something that's new. Something changed within him. He decided to do something to behave in a way that that's very different. That. That Hanhaga that we call the Hanhaga of Bechira, that's the Hanhaga of the Rebbe with the Bria also. Kodesh Baruch Hu is quote-unquote unpredictable in how Hashem is going to react with the world. It's, the, the Amos says, it's, it's reflected in a historical context in the sense that how Klai Yisrael is vis-a-vis the rest of the world. The whole concept of how Klai Yisrael, our history versus the history of the rest of the world is completely different. We are, we are in a complete anomaly. The standard practice, the standard of, if you analyze history, world histories, the history of civilizations, what happens? You have a, a, a nation, you have a, a group of people that get together, they become very powerful, they become very large and complacent and lazy, comes along another smaller, hungry nation, attacks them, conquers them, uses their strong spirit to overcome them, right? And then they slowly, slowly, they they become the dominant power and they become what? Fat and complacent and lazy, right? Until what happened? The next nation that comes along that's hungry and wants to do it. And you look throughout history, this is the this is the oh, this is the way the Seder the Seder has gone. This is the way history has functioned throughout. 
every nation. It's a ride, there's the rise and fall of nations. It's a it's a pattern that you see over and over, repeats itself throughout history. The anomaly, the exception to the rule, the Yidden. We don't just disappear into the dust of history. We don't just become nothing. We never become that hungry. We did become lazy and complacent and went into Gullus, but we didn't disappear. We 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 stuck we stuck around. We became we we adapted to the different places where we are. We didn't be we didn't become the people where where that we were absorbed into. You know, uh, uh, French people that came here for the during the French Indian War are not French anymore, right? The the English people that came here before the American Revolution are not English anymore, and the Russians that came at the turn of the century, at the beginning of the, when, when, when communism first started, are not Russian anymore. The Irish are not Irish. They, they, they may call themselves Irish. They may have a few uh, faint connections. And with each passing generation, it fades away. But the Yidden, those that remain loyalty, loyal to Yiddishkeit, that we remained connected, we stand out. We're, we're, we stand different from the rest of them. We stand. We're the we're the Shina. We're the ones that change from whatever whatever else is in the Bria. The Seder Bria doesn't function with regard to us in the same way. That's that's our relationship with our Baruch Hu. That's our relationship with this this idea of the mitzvahs. So if you think about that, right? That's the pshat in the mitzvahs I say versus mitzvahs I say. What are the mitzvahs I say? Mitzvahs I say we say are connected. Shin Samachay, the 365 days of the year. The days of the year is what year? A solar year. We're not talking about a lunar year. We're talking about a, the days of a solar year. The 365 negative commandments are if you break down these negative things, if you go against these things, you break the yesodos, you break the foundation of what the, what the world really is, of how the world is supposed to function. You, you are going against the natural order of what. Their thing, no, no, no murder, no adultery, no kidnapping, no ritzicha, no gneva, no, all the no, 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 no's are the things that maintain society in a, on a positive plane. The Yudin don't function only that way. The Ibn Ezra says a fascinating, the Ibn Ezra says that, I'm getting to, I'm getting back to the, to the Ramach in a second, just give me half a second, I'm going to just develop this idea first, right? But the Ibn Ezra says, if you think that we function with a lunar calendar, make a toast. It's not true. We don't function with a lunar calendar. The Muslims have a lunar calendar. Ramadan this year is in, is in, in this time of the year, and the next year it falls back a month, and the next year it's a month. And in, in six years, Ramadan is halfway around the calendar. It was in the winter, and then it, right, it's, away, it's way back in the middle of the summer, right? Because they only they function purely on a lunar calendar. The Christians function purely on a solar calendar. They're completely not interested in the lunar cycle at all. They, have, they pay no attention to it whatsoever. We have a lunar cycle that's fixed to a solar cycle. We have a cycle of change that's fixed to consistency. It's fixed to a world of consistency. So the world of consistency, the Shasad is 365 days of maintaining society but you have to fix. You have to have something that's changeable within that. You have to have something that is that is malleable, that moves, that's that's constantly changing itself. That's the lunar cycle. That's the ramach. That's that's the 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 ramach evarim. The ramach evarim. That that which holds things together and allows us to change, allows us to develop, allows us to grow, allows us to maximize our potential. That's the world of change 
within the world of Seder, within the world of order. That's the pshat we have, you know, we, this famous idea that we say, right? Greater is somebody who's a matzuva voice, somebody who does something because there's a, a tzivoy to do it, is greater than a person, than a person does something that he has no tzivoy, he does it, with, he does it, without, he does it without, without a tzivoy. What's the difference between doing something with a tzivoy and when a certain person does it without a tzivoy? <clears throat> The, the, the Chazal explained that our goal in life is that we're, we're, we're looking to say, we're, we're looking to build a world of Zekeli Vanvehu. This is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Vanvehu, and I will bring him into my Nove. My Nove means into my house, into my place where I consistently dwell. The difference between a guest or a person that's passing through and a person who lives in a place is not how often they are there. Your home, the place where you live, your another, your bias, is your bias even if you're only there twice a year. It's the place where you are fixed. It's the place where you have, where you stand, where your standard is that that's where you belong. That's, that's who I am. It's where I, how I identify myself. It's the place where I want to live, where I want to be, I did that, that I want to be a part of. A place that I'm just passing through I'm not connected to them. It's it's the halachas that are that are relevant to this. A person doesn't begin to pay taxes in a city until he becomes a taishav, until he becomes a resident of that city. If you have a best friend and you invite them over to your house every single day, it doesn't matter how many times they come to your house. It's not their house. They don't live there. When does a person become part of your house? When they become a ben bias. When they become part of your house. Zekeli va'anveyu. This is a kashbaku. I want that kashbaku to make another. I want to bring that kashbaku into my world. I want to actualize them in my world. A matzuva We live in a world where we take a malleable calendar, a, a, a world of a lunar calendar that's constantly changing, a world where there is bechira, but we add to it, we tack it on, we connect it to a solar year. The chodesh ha'aviv spring. Oh, the the month the month of Pesach always must come out in the spring. It has to be connected to something consistent and something that's tamid. And if you're able to do that then you're bringing HaKadosh Baruch Hu into your world. Then you have your mitzvahs say Mitzvahs say the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs, which are the Ramach Evarim, which build a person, is, are only possible if you have the basis of the Shesagin, of the, of the Shin Samachai Yomim, the 365 days of the solar year. That's the, that's the basis that I have to start from. I have the 365 things that, that maintain the, the stability of my world. And then I can, within that stability, I can continuously change. I can make within the context of that, I can pin to that something that's always changing. Let's say a person comes to you and they say that they want to, they want to give you a gift. They want to give you a donation to an organization that you support, right? They come to me, they tell me, they want to, I want to give you a donation for the Golo Rebbe Right. So today they come and they want to give me a donation. Next week on the same day, I go back to them and I say, "Okay, you did a donation yesterday. You should do a donation again today. Last week on this day, you should do a donation again today." What are you talking about? Why? Because I did a donation last week, so I have to do a donation again next week. The whole matthias of the fact that I gave you a donation yesterday was that it was a a donation. It was it was a chesed that I was doing for you then. It was it was a yotim and a klal. How does it become something that becomes fixed within you, right? Is if you is if you have a seder, if you have a tzmidios to it, if you connect that to a seder of things that you're doing all the time, 
We said in our Dominion, we say, we say, it says, it says, like, well, Akadosh Baruch Hu, fascinating idea. We say, Hamachadesh Batuvoi Bechol Yoim Tomid. Hamachadesh Batuvoi, Akadosh Baruch Hu does new kindnesses, Bechol Yoim every day, Tomid consistently. What, what does Tomid have to do? Why don't you say, Hamachadesh Bechol Yoim Tomid? Hamachadesh Batuvoi Bechol Yoim. Akadosh Baruch Hu does good for us every single day. What's the Tomid? What does he mean? What does Tomid mean? Tamid means that I do it today because that's what I did last week. I have that solar connection. I have that reality that's flowing through it. That just the reason why it's going is because it goes with a seder. I did it yesterday, so I'm going to do it again today. Akash Baruch is 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 a, is a mative to us today because it's a mative to us yesterday, and because it's a mative to us the day before because that's his nature. That's what he is. That's a mitzvah va'isa. I'm doing it not because I'm choosing to do it. When I choose to do something, then I, I have to make a change in order to make it happen every single time. I come to you and I give you a donation now. I don't have to give you a donation the next week because that was a break with the regular Seder. But if I make that Seder a part of every day, with tamidus, with with consistency that goes into it, I take the shinoi, I take the change, I take the lunar reality, and I peg it into a solar reality, then it has to repeat itself consistently all the time. Because as Rekha Jorah makes himself a part of what he is, is, is a mechadish b'chol yomtamit. That's the difference between a bama and a mizbeach. What's a bama? A bama was a place where the highest level of service of, to a creator, recognizing that I was... Could, uh, that I am I am subservient to something greater than myself was to bring a carbon. So initially we brought carbonos before there was a mizbeach. We brought carbon on a bama, on our own individual altar, on our own something that was dedicated to us. But the bama to, was today it was here, and next week it was in somewhere else, and the next week it was somewhere else, a different place. The mizbeach is in one place. It's in a fixed makam. Akash Baruch says, make a mizbeach. And if you make that mizbeach, it expands the kedusha. It ex- takes everything that touches it and brings, elevates that kedusha, makes it a part of it. If it's tamid, that's what the pasuk telling us over here. The pasuk, the, the idea that we're talking about over here is, Hakadosh Baruch says, "I want you to make a mizbeach kodesh kadashim mizbeach yikdash." In this mizbeach, it's not like a bama. It's not just a place for bringing korbanos. It's a place where 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 you're creating a seder of. This is the place where Kedusha is how. This is where Kedusha happens. This is the place where it, that changes. That's what the Pastor says. This is what you should do. Bring two korbanas every day. Do it consistently. Do it all the time. The go uh, constantly reviewing on what it is. That's the way. That's why. That's why I bring a carbon tamid. I bring it all the time. That's the pshat that the mizbeach is makadish. It makes everything holy. That's what the that's what the balaturim is pointing out to us. The balaturim is pointing out to us is the mizbeach is the introduction of the shemesh into our reality. We don't just have a lunar reality where we're constantly working on ourselves. We're working in a world of change, and we're always changing. Change without consistency is not real change. It doesn't mean anything. Change with consistency. That's what makes. That's when it becomes a part of me. That's when I make when I make it into a part of myself, it becomes a part of what I am. It becomes a part of my metzias of what I what I really want to become. Zekeli vanveyu, I make a katek zekeli. What does it say? It says Rasa Shifcha Ayam. The Shifcha, a simple maiden, a simple person. She saw Alayam and she said, Zekeli, this is the power 
and I'm going to bring him into my reality. I'm going to make him a part of what I am. When it's part of your bias, your bias is your bias, whether you're there or you're not. It's always there with you. It remains a part of you. Your house, your house, your home is your home wherever you are. It's still, your home is still there, even though you're in wherever you happen to be. You're still, you're still connected to that. And that's the Shnayim Layayim Tamid. It's two times every day. Shnayim, the, 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 um, the, uh, the, the, the Valturim connects the words Shana to Shnayim, to say Hashemesh. What the, the, in the Pasuk, those two words are not related. Kvasim B'nei Shana, year old animals, Shnayim Layayim, two every day. Shana and Shana, Shana and Shnaim are not connected in that passage. No, they are connected. The Rashi Tevas and the Safi Tevas spell out Hashemesh. They spell out what? Consistency, the sun that comes up every single day. Shana, it has to be a year old, and it has to be Shnaim two every day. It has to be two, twice a day. Consistency, there's a consistency in, in all that it is. And that's why it's Shnaim like on Tumit is the 365 times two, because it's it's the solar aspect of what it is. It's the Tmidus of what we're looking to, to expand. It's that, that idea of what I do on a consistent basis is what becomes a part of me. That becomes an expression of who I am. If, I, if I'm Kaveya, when, when they, it's the, the Gemara says, the Kazal tells us that when they ask you, when your person comes out after 120 years, he comes up and he comes up and shook into the Shemaim and they ask him, what do they say to him? What's the question they ask him? They don't ask him, did you learn? They didn't say, Limadito. They asked him, Kavata Itimataira. Were you Kaveya? Did you fix something? Did you make it regular? Did you make it a part of who you are? You have to be Kaveya Mokum for your tefillah, it says. HaKadosh comes to answer somebody who's Kaveya if you have a fixed place. If you create the unveil, if you create it in your bias, you create a part of your reality, you make a part of who you are. If you don't make it a part of who you are, then it's just what you do. Somebody who picks up a guitar every single, somebody who picks up a guitar and strums on the guitar every once in a while, whenever they feel like it, that's somebody who plays music. Somebody who picks up the guitar every single day, no matter what, and practices because they 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 live that guitar. That's a musician. That it, it becomes a part of the description of who they are. What I what am I? It's the kvius. It's the fact that they pick it up every single day, regardless of how they're feeling. They're interested in it today. They're not interested. In it. They're inspired by. It. They're not inspired. By it. This is what I do. This is who I am. This is what. I, this is what defines me. What I am is the things that define me. Are the things that I do. That I find a way to do them. All the time, the kvius tamid shnayin layoyim tamid. It has to be with a tamidus. That's what that's what it is. That's what that's what we say. The ma'uafat says hamachadish b'chol yoyim tuva. Hakadosh Baruch does good to us. He doesn't just because he does good to us because like 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 we are with no seder and it's a randomness and there's a, there's a certain element of unpredictability. No, it's tamid. It's connected to the tamidus, to the consistency of the sun. It's what, what I what I what I have what what I want to become. That is, if I make it a part of myself, if I make it a part of my very essence, my very nature, what I am, what I express myself, what I want to be, then I can ultimately be bring be makadish everything that's around me. That's the mizbeach. The mizbeach is makadish everything. It doesn't exclude. It doesn't. It doesn't become exclusive. It becomes inclusive. It becomes something that that brings everything to it because the tmidus of it, the the unveil, the building of the bias of it, the kavios of it, the, the fact that it's fixed, the fact that it's hashemish. That it's like the sun, not like the moon, which is consistently changing. That has its role. The change has its place. But the goal, 
the goal, the, what's the, the underlying ingredient for the success is to be kaveya, to have a tamidus, to have a consistency, to do it on a regular basis, to know that every day this is a part of who I am, it's part of my routine, it's part of who I am, it's part of what expresses me. Then that becomes, that becomes that's the metzuvah of Oisa. I'm doing it because, not because I want, just because I feel like doing it, because that's what I have to do. Because a mitzvah means to be betzavta, to be bonded with Hashem. If I'm bonded with Hashem, then I, I have to do it. Because that, that's the that's what creates who I am. That's what creates my own expression, my own, my own metzias. That's ultimately what we're really striving for. Okay, have a wonderful Shabbos.